0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5AO. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, get a pillow, get a blanket. Hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get you something to drink. Water, juice, tea, coffee. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Woo! First of all, y'all, gotta get my clock back in alignment been a little off lately, you know, and when I say that, I say it with the best intention. You know, when you get sick or when you are healing after surgery, you got to get your body and your mind and everybody back in sequence. It's not always easy, but it's doable because, <clears throat> you know, these things should have been done, right? <laughs> but hey. What I don't want you to do is be hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't quit because your body and your mind and everything is off sync. That's okay. Little by little, you will get it back in alignment. It's okay. You don't need to quit and you don't need to become your own worst enemy. You don't. So relax. Let it happen. You know, it's okay. It's okay. We, we're not doing perfection here. It doesn't have to be flawless. We're not doing all that. You get it. You get the message. There you go. There you go. If it ain't applied to you, then let it fly by you. That's what I say. So, I want to talk about accountability, comparison, morals, and ethics. (laughs) I was watching these show, it's a series of shows on Disney. It's called something like beyond or just beyond or something like that but the stories are fabulous right youngest person's point of view such a really cool the first story was about comparison and we as adults we do it so regularly so first let me explain when i was young there was i was like about 13 there was girls that I was growing up with, Kathy and them, that I thought were the fucking bomb. Like, they had all the name brand clothes, you know, the up-to-date hairstyles, all of that. I mean, I was like, hey, but I wanted they name brand stuff, you know. I wanted all that. And I'll never forget, I was in the park, and I saw Kathy and them, you know. We grew up together. I mean, we wasn't, I, we're not besties. Don't get it twisted. But we knew each other. Like, yo, what's up? And I remember them walking by, and I was sitting there, right? I was selling weed in the park. And I was sitting there, and they walked by, and Kathy and them, and I was standing there with Poochie. I'll never forget. Poochie was there. Even though it, it Believe it or not, Poochie and them still used to be in the park playing handball. Whatever they used to get high or not, they still, you know. And I remember sitting there, and I remember her conversation. Because I was like, damn, you know, they always got the up-to-date stuff. And Poochie looked at them and said, baby girl, don't don't idolize them. Like, don't don't want to be them. Because, see, I was them, and look where I'm at now. She said, because they're going to be me down the line. And I was like, no. She said, trust me, they're going to be me. That's not your calling. Don't Don't follow them. Trust me, don't follow them. She was like, they're, they're not popular. Trust me, they're the moment. And for that, they'll be like me, right? And she would always tell me her life story and things like that. Respect to Poochie forever of my life. And I remember being in the jams and see Janetra and Tracy and Stacy, and them come in and be like, oh, you know, they had the little sneakers. They always had the up-to-date clothes. Like, wow. And I remember I was 20-something years old, and Kathy was a crackhead. She was worse than Poochie. Kathy was a crackhead. And I remember standing there saying, yo, I used to idolize you. I'm happy I didn't follow you, but I used to idolize you. Great that I didn't follow you. Yo, respect to the elders and those people that try to put you up on game and you follow. You really take that advice and add it to your life. Seriously. We, We... Older people and elders, we don't think we know more than you. We don't want you to follow in our footsteps. We don't want that. But trust me, we had a, a longer time of fucking up. So finally, when we get it right, we just want to pass on the information, the blueprint. So you, even if you do go down that route, you know you can bounce back. But you also have options. Right? So... And I had options. I could have dated all those dudes and, you know, got hooked up on drugs and been strung out and all of that. I had options. I did. And the beauty of the conversation that Poochie told me, she said, yo, little baby, little sis, you got a mother and father that loves you. You got a family that loves you and supports you. You don't take that shit for granted. Like, these girls, they looking for what you have already. They looking for that. And when I got older. And I saw how their life was made up. I never forget. Yo, know, I told my father. I said. You right. You couldn't give me all of the material things I wanted. But you gave me wisdom. You gave me love. And you were there. You weren't a couch. Like you had sisters that would tell me. Oh my father was in the house. So did he do anything with you? No. Oh so your father was a couch. He was just there. Right, like a couch. Every so often, you'll utilize it, but you can't take it outside. Which you can't play. No, my pops would take me places. We go to the Bronx, Manhattan, like Brooklyn. My pop, we would go and do things. And we had a date every Sunday when I was a little girl. My mother would dress me up, and me, him would go and sit with my uncles, my grandmother, and my grandfather, and whoever else came, my cousins and all of them. So that was every Sunday. We would stop by Carvel's. I'll get me something. We'll get my grandmother cake, her, my grandfather. And he'll take me in the backyard. We'll talk and stuff. And he'll talk about being young growing up in Harlem and all of that. Asheville, North Carolina, growing up on the Indian Reservation. Like my, my grandfather did that. My aunt and would come, you know, or we would go and do. My godmother and them, Piggy and Ellen and them, God bless the dad, and, because Piggy passed away, he would load up that yellow goddamn van, and we would all go to Baisley Park and have barbecues and picnics. So we had a tribe. So what they were looking for, I already had, and it took Poochie to tell me that. Because sometimes when being young, you know, you take all of that for granted. You be like, yeah, my mother and them, yeah, they always, yeah, like... But they weren't they were they, they weren't just pictures in my life. They were active, you know? They, they were active. They, they were parents that came to the, the school and, you know, be, was a part of the bake sale. And, you know, we would go on trips when we could. And if we didn't go on a school trip, they made up for it by taking us. My mom had five kids. We would go to the zoo, we would, every, everything. Like, we, we would go. So, I respect her for that. Because when I was 20, I saw that. And I'd never forget, I was standing there and I looked at Kathy and I was like, yo, I idolized you. Happy I didn't follow you, but I idolized you. Comparison is something. When y'all see majority, I'm not seeing all of them, but majority of them, y'all see these people and think they have it all and they don't, they don't. When I met a lot of these people, man, I was sitting there like, wow, wow. (laughs) A friend of mine stopped speaking to me and trust me, dudes do it too, but a guy stopped speaking to me. My homeboy stopped speaking to me. And guess what? I give zero fucks because he's mad. You know why he's mad, y'all? When the Super Bowl was airing, I was in my living room watching it in my living room. So we were, he made a post about it, so everybody was on there. And he was like, oh, yeah, it was trash. It was this. And then we were like, well, what was wrong with it? And he was like, oh, I didn't even. It was so quick. I didn't even see it. When I went to the bathroom, when I came back, it was over. So, I was like, well, if that's the case, then you should have went to the Super Bowl. Oh, I am here. Ladies and gentlemen, I just talked to him the day before of the Super Bowl. Just talked to him. He was driving in from work. (laughs) Right? Now, I have friends that video, and there's a reason why I'm telling you this. That video, when they packed, they went to the plane or they drove down. They were showing the whole thing. And when they got there, because to them it was an accomplishment. We're here, right? wasn't no I'm bragging or nothing. We're here. We did this. I worked all year. I love football, so I'm here at the Super Bowl. I did the same thing, right? Okay. So, I'm like, you what? He's like, oh, I'm here at the Super Bowl. So, then show it. Show us the video, you know, go live. Nah, nah, nah. What? This dude goes live on his car. Show us his what whatever it is. He's always going live, right? And I'm like, yo, you too goddamn old to be lying. Like you're too old. You too old. So everybody when I say, yo, show it, show your, you know, show that you're there. Cause I got friends that's there. And everybody's like, yeah, show it, show it. Oh, I don't have to prove nothing. You the one said you were there. We would have never known if you didn't post it. So, what's the use? But I know adults that's in their 50s that will lie about a life. And you're like, yo, if you work hard, you can have said life. But you know what? You know what they say? Let me tell you. <laughs> Screenshots are a motherfucker. You know what they say? Oh fuck, I remember when she was standing in the shelter and I remember you do, you remember that, because I shared that. You you remember that. I'm not there now though. Ah, she all the way upstate and I'm comfortable. But guess what? Don't don't reflect and try to throw my shit out there. I'm good. You the one said you're at the Super Bowl, not me. I, I tell everybody I'm in the living room watching it. So now what? And it will not speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> it won't block me because too nosy, but won't speak to me. It is funny as hell. It was talking about me, and I love it. I love it. I live for that. Not being messy, not just, I live for the fact of that I never had to make up a fucking life to be who I am. When people sit, because they, you know, people think like they're getting one up on you. Well, I'm going to call her Donna. Well, that's my fucking name. You call me Donna or e Bayo. It doesn't matter. I'm an answer to both. You're not being disrespectful. It's not. Oh, because <laughs> I know that get on your nerve. Why? Why would it get on my nerve? Comparison, boo. I, 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 I'm, I'm not comparing to nobody. At all. At all. At all. But you'll see these things are aligned and people will. And majority of these people, like, oh my God. I knew a dude, everybody would be like, yo, he balling, he got all those cars. And one day I was in the city and he was standing there asking the dude, can I take a picture of your car in front of your car? And then he's sitting there, we in the um, Starbucks. Because he was like, where you going? I said, I'm going to Starbucks. He's like, good, I'm coming here. He was like, yo, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I was like, so you stand there and take pictures of cars of you and you say it's yours? Yeah. But it's not your car. It's not your car. So. Uh, and, I, I, and. He will post. Yo, I'm balling. I'm always got a new car. And you'll see all these girls and stuff in his um, email and his DMs. And he, he loves showing that. Ah oh, yeah. I'm going to give me some pussy. And I'm like, you live with your girl. And you don't have no money. You don't even have a job. But you walk around and take pictures of cars and, you know, or be in a store. And you throw on, like, you know how you go and try on clothes. And he take pictures of his outfits and act like they're his. I was taken back. Well, I was, we at a restaurant. And I'm with half of these influencers and... They're like, yo, you know, all I can get is appetizers." I said, yeah, when it comes down to, um, you know, paying bills and stuff, that's a good bro. Oh, no, 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 no. I just ain't got no money. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right. But online, they look like they're balling. Comparison is is a killer of yourself. I don't compare myself with nobody. That's why I built my lane and I stay in it. And I'm okay. I put people in situations where you can come up. That's it. I give you ideas, and if you don't use it, then that's on you. That That's completely on you. That's on you. I don't like being broke. I don't. I don't need to be super rich, because I got a screwed up fucking family. Uh-uh. They'll they, they have you do all the work, and they'll come and spend all your bread. Nah. No, that's okay. I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, <clears throat> it's just... Comparison is the devil. So, I was watching the show, and the young lady, which she was beautiful, natural beauty, and smart, right? Good grade A student. But she would compare herself to social media, everybody that was on social media, and the girls that was in her class, in her school, right? She just wanted to be beautiful. That's it. She was like, I'll do anything to be beautiful. So, the substitute teacher came and was like... Well, long-term short, you know, paraphrase. Well, what do you want to do here? This is a special club, and you get your beauty. She's like, oh, not another. It was like, no, it's a different app. Trust me. So anything she changed on the app happened to her in real life. So first, she changed her nose. She changed her eyes. And she changed her hair. All right? hid with a mask and everything to get out the house from her parents. And her mother's like, yeah, you did something different to you. Yeah, no, no, no. Ran down. Number one rule: If you have to hide and cover it up, then you shouldn't be doing it. You already know it's wrong. Morals and principles. But anyway, she um, <clears throat> she um, <clears throat> she gets to school. Her good girlfriend is like, "Oh my god, you look amazing!" She's like, "Yeah." So they, was, excuse me, they was having this tournament. You know, like um, uh, um, um, spelling bee and things like that, right? So, she was like, um, we don't have to study every day because now she's pretty. And she was like telling her one of the questions. And she was like, oh, yeah, she's a great singer. She was like, she's not a singer. You know, she's a discoverer. She's," And so, when she looked up the side effects to this app, Memory Loss. And in other words, we're coming down. So the cool girl saw her and they were amazed by her. And they were like, oh, <laughs> trust me, this is going to lead into little stories, right? So they were like, oh my goodness, you look amazing. You got to come and sit with us. So her friend is like, hey, you coming to study? No, no, we don't have to always study all the time. So she goes and sit with the cool girl. Right? She go and sit with them and hobnob with them. Now everybody's looking and she's getting over a thousand likes now on social media. Oh my god. (laughs) So then the next day she changes her outfits. And she changed. She starts doing like her cheekbones. You know, each day she's more and more. Never settling. I have a good girlfriend that she was big. She lost the weight. When she was big Everybody still loved her, right? But now she's skinnier. And those same people she thought loved her started talking about her, started dogging out. So she wound up finding new friends, right? But at the end of the day, she still sits with them. So now she's there. She's liking a boy in her natural state. The young man was very intrigued by her. She was his tutor and things like that. Now she becoming this beauty vixen. So... One of the cool girls likes him. He was one of her, you know, boyfriends or playthings or whatever. So the cool girl asked her, so what is it you want? You know, you're so pretty. And she's like, oh, she said, no, no, you can tell me. So she winds up telling the girl, oh, I like him. She said, oh, no, that's my man. She was like, you need to get you something. Like, go find you something else to do, boo. Like, you barking up the wrong tree, this mine. So, she goes home and do more facial work on her. Now, her lips are fuller, her eyes, her hair, her titties are a little bigger, you know, she's thinner. And the guy's looking like, he wasn't looking at her beauty, he was looking at her mind and her heart. So he was like, you know, what's wrong with you? And she's like, yeah, you know, and she's like, oh, and my shoes. And now she's focusing everything on her. So he was like, y- you need to grow up. In other words, like you're doing too much. So now she goes in the bathroom and do more work to her face. Now she looks like somebody stung her with a, a bunch of bees stung her or somebody hit her with a sock full of nickels. She looks horrible, Right. So now all the kids are looking, and she goes to him, and she was like, I did what you said, glow up. He said, no, you look horrible. So now she's running around like, oh, no. And she goes and finds the lady. I gave it to her. She said, oh, but you want to be beautiful. And she was like, you didn't appreciate the beauty that you had. So you always wanted to improve, improve, improve. But you were never happy. Never. The happiness that you were looking for was inside of you. But you just assumed that because of the girls and the loves and likes and stuff that, you know, that that made you a better person. And it didn't. Your character is who you are. It's what you're born with. It's what you're going to die with. That's why you always should have good character. So, (laughs) like I said, I had a friend that, you know, all she thought about was... If she change her looks and she get around these people and these people have, like, questionable morals and all they want to do is just be the mean girls and all of that until you whoop one of their asses then they change. But, um, and come to find out it wasn't that. You know, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. So, long story short, she finally... Got back to her original state, her beautiful self. She had to go back and kiss ass and apologize and all that. So, lesson learned. The second one, accountability. It was a story of a young man. His father owned the town. And because he figured that his pops owned the town, he can treat and do people any way he wanted. Ah, uh, he would bully kids, uh bloody the young boy's nose, and the mom is sitting there breaking, like, you know, he has to be held accountable. And they're like, even the school is like, look, he paid for our salary. His father paid for our salaries, His father owns this town, all of that. So nobody would hold him accountable. Even the stepmom, the father, like, they just let this dude, this kid do everything. This one boy moved into the town. He had a fake leg, you know, he had a disability and he was nice. So the bully boy, and so we call him, the one that father owned the town, he saw him and he told him, I'm going to, you know, demolish you. And the boy said, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So then he came, they was eating lunch, and he was like, give me your lunch and do this. And he was like, no. So all the kids and everybody, even the teachers, was like, <gasps> he said no. Like, no. He was like, no. He like, I'm going to punch you. He was like, no, you won't. Like, you don't want to do that. Well, the bully boy, because he, you know, nobody held him accountable of anything. Excuse me. He wound up beating the young boy up. Young boy went home and told his grandma. Told his grandma. His grandma came to the bully house. She said, apologize to my grandson. He said, no. He looked at the boy and said, I'll see you tomorrow in school. Grandma pushed those goddamn doors and started reciting some kind of mojo hoodoo root work words. And she left. Her and her grandson left. When the bully woke up, he was smaller than anybody. Town changed and started saying, we ain't taking it no more. Right? So they was getting ready to whoop his ass, the whole nine. So he found the grandma. He said, I'm sorry. There's a story behind this one. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. I learned my lesson. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Your grandmother looked at her grandson and looked at him. She recited some words and she told him, right? This is where it was amazing. She said, Tomorrow, when you wake up, the world would be as it should be. He said, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, thank you. So when he woke up that morning, he was such an, a Because he was back big. He was back to himself. That he was jumping over everything. And he didn't see when he came outside the for sale sign on his house. Because remember, they owned the whole town. He didn't see that the name of the town was changed. So usually on his way to school, he would see the flower lady and stomp all her flowers. All the hard work she did, stomp all the flowers. Well, this time when he woke up. He stomped the flowers. His father that was the planting person. The janitor of the town. The street sweeper. And he said, Hey, son, what are you doing? He said, Dad, what are you doing? He said, I'm working. He's like, working? He said, yeah, I'm working. And he was like, what? We own the town? He said, we don't own this town. He said, you see who this town is ran by? The grandmother put the curse on him. <laughs> he said, what? He said, We don't have, so you see, everybody he bullied were progressing. They were the ones that didn't progress. I've met a young dude, and when I say young, I I don't mean young, right? So let me just be straightforward. My ex husband, Roosevelt, whenever he would get in trouble, he'll swear to God he wouldn't do it again. Oh, I ain't got to worry about it. I ain't going to do it again. And right when he get the chance, he'll do the same thing over, just like it was. He'll be sitting here like, you didn't learn your lesson. This young dude in the story, once he got back to his size, and he assumed that everything was how it was when he was bullying people, right when he saw the first person, he treated them just like he treated them before. So he didn't learn anything. There was no accountability. But the world has a way of making you be accountable for the shit you do. We call it karma. I call it life. We all got to pay for it. the shit we do. Be a good, bad, or indifference. We're going to pay for it. Nothing in this world is free. Nothing. Nada. So he didn't learn anything. He just didn't want to learn the lesson. He didn't learn anything. He didn't learn that experience, didn't teach him shit. I know people that... You'll be like, yo, but even in the religion, like, yo, Arisha told you not to do that. Oh, forget that. But when they get in trouble, oh my God, I'm never doing it. And when they get out of it, they go right back to doing it again. Some people do that. And that's how the character is. And you know what majority of us do? We cosign on that bullshit. Oh, well. You know, I'ma be here until they learn. They're never learning their lesson, cause you're not the person to help them. You're the enabler. You're not the one to help them. Sit down. Real talk. And here it is: a young dude came into a town. Him and his grandma. She might have taught him some values or whatever. He stood up to him like no, and he had a disability. All these other people been around this dude, and they were scared of their losing their friends, their status, what people would think because they stood up. When the mom, right, when the mother that her son got hurt, when she stood up, the f- father even said, "Oh, I, I made her homeless. She lost her job, kicked her stuff out. She ain't, she couldn't even work." So let's take it take it back to this day and age. I've seen people speak up. And they get ostracized. They get kicked out. They People dog them. They drag them for days. Just for speaking up for what's right. For what's right. Hey, no, you don't fuck your guy kids. Or hey, no, you don't go and rape women. Hey, no, you don't rob people. Hey, no, that's not the way you're supposed to do that. No, you don't make people feel bad. No, people are not your human cash register. But because other people co-sign on that shit. No, you shouldn't sleep with people's husbands. Sleeping with someone's husband, whether they're Baba Lau or son dad, or whatever, doesn't make you one. But we don't, we don't want to hear that. No, you can't just go around and bully people. Or, no, you, you want to do work on people. What? And then act like you're innocent. No, no. But when you s- start correcting people, there's no popularity in that. Let me tell you that. When you start correcting people or your friends, or your so-called friends, or you start saying, nah, I'm not doing that. You're not popular no more, love, because guess what? They can't manipulate you. They can't use you. So you're not going to get that, oh my God, they're so great. No, no, I don't want to be great. Not in your eyes, because you co-sign on stupid shit. So no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and tell people, let me tell oh man, I'm not going to sit and and lead you down the rabbit hole. Because trust me, once you get down there, the less you see of spirituality and and religion and all of that, Orisha, you're going to see man and money. The deeper you go down, the more you're going to see man and money. That's it. That's all. You're you're not going to see anything spiritual. Trust me. I've been down that hole. I've been down that hole, and it's never pretty, ever. That's why people can't stand me. Real talk. I don't go to drumming like that. You know why? Because first thing people, oh, I, you know, I be trying. And uh, I'm not here. I'm not the fucking police. I don't. I'm, listen, that's on you. I'm not God. I'm not your judge and jury. Now will I refer people to you? Not at all. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Cause I see what you do, not what you say. I see what you do. Now I'm good. I'm good. If I used to, I used to be around people, and you know, I, I would put them on a pedestal. I did. And I would see these same godparents dog their godkids out, curse them out, tell their like business, like drag them. But when they when that godchild had money, they were the best thing since sliced bread. Or let them move in with them, all, you know, and I'm like, or let them fuck one of their friends or whatever. And you'd be like, damn, man. Like, where does this fit in? And you'll you'll sit there, and most people sit and watch and turn the blind eye. And those are the people that I just look at and shake my head. My godfather E Efi today, he said something so amazing to me, which was true. And you know, truth is a hard pill to swallow. He said, "I'm happy you exposed you know, that dude about with those women. He said, but don't go around exposing everybody unless you expose the very people that surround you. And I'm like, damn, that's true. Because it's not popular. You know how many people will sign on to fuck shit just so they can get some notability? Because they doing fuck shit. I ain't going to shed the light on you. Listen, I remember when the Me Too movement came out. And it was true. Ben Affleck was really trying to stand up for the women and do, you know. And they brought up some shit he did when he was a young actor. So he bowed out. Nobody's perfect. That I, I will say. We all got chapters in our book that we don't want nobody to read or know. Because we only want God to know. All right? We all have those chapters. We're human. We made mistakes. We we did some shit. We went against our morals and principles you know, it could be for a plethora of reasons, to get your kids something to eat, like all of that. It's not great, no, you know, you, you you're not gonna uh parade around with it saying, Yeah, this is what I did. But I'm not gonna hide from it either. You're not gonna use it to keep me as a prisoner. You know, I had somebody come up to me and it was like, oh yeah, your godmother and them, you know, they had to, they say you wouldn't be crowned without them. I said, yeah, that's true. So when they went to say their next sentence, I said, I want to hear it. And it was like, what? I don't want to hear it. Whatever story or whatever they told you, hold life, sleep with it. I'm not here to co-sign it, justify it, or none of that. God bless you. And bless whoever told you. Be it them or anybody else. God bless you. And I kept it moving. They were standing there with their mouth open. First of all, I don't know you like that, right? I know of you. I don't know you like that. I've never been in your house. You ain't never been in mine. I don't know why you would be so comfortable to come and tell me anything. But, you know, people have audacity, so you know, it's at an all-time high. You know they sell it on Wish because they sure don't sell on Amazon. But, um, and you have, you have those people that they, they didn't... They will only say they learned something to get out the pain, or to make the pain stop, or to make their cash flow jump back up, or you know, to to become relevant again. But what did you learn? What was the lesson that you learned? And where's the change behavior? You're not gonna find that. Not in everybody. So this young man, he didn't change. Ah, but come in the world, the very people you made fun of, you became. <laughs> I put a post up saying, and it was funny, but it's true. I, excuse me. I put a post up saying, imagine you walking around thinking you that bitch and everybody else is saying you stinky. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a stink smell where you got a body odor or whatever. It could be you have a stink attitude. No, I don't want it. You got a stink disposition. Nobody want to be around you. you miserable and stanky. No, no. That's what my kids used to say. When people used to have bad attitudes, they'd be like, mm-mm, she got a stinky attitude. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> people used to be like, I don't stink. I took a bath. No, mm-mm. But your, your whole thing about you is stinky. No, and it could be that. <laughs> so if you know that, hey, you know, this right here is causing harm to everybody else, you should change. If you are known to be this so-called friend, all you do is gossip. And everybody tells you, yo, you losing a lot of friends. Maybe you should change. All you do is gossip about people. And you still do it. And you 40-something, and you still doing it? I I I think it's funny because... If you and a bunch of 40, 50, 60-year-old women have to sit around and dog people out so you can feel good, I pity you. I feel sorry for you. And I hope that you get healing. That's the most I can say about you. Because it's irrelevant to talk about you. It's irrelevant to argue with you. For what? You're 40-something years old. You still doing that? It's nothing I can tell you. It is nothing I can say to you. Nothing. We're not even in the same category. So I'm not going to waste my time, jump down off of my chair to get in the mud and get dirty with you. Why? I I don't match energies. I'm not going to come from being healed to go around a bunch of unhealed people and sit there and go word for word. Who the fuck made that concept? Around here, we match energies. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm leaving. Bye. Why you leaving? Boo. I'm going to work on healing, going shadow work, going to therapy and all of that. Well, I'm at a place now. I'm loving myself. I'm being real with myself and all that. And I'm going to stoop down because I got time today. I'm going to stoop down, go word for word with you, argue with you on social media, do all of that. To do what? To match what? I know you're fucking lying. I know you lying. I know you lying. <laughs> That I'm not doing. Oh, because they said, I don't give a fuck. They talked about Jesus, my father. And I'm thankful that he put that goddamn song in my head every goddamn day when I was a teenager. Must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. God damn it. They talked about Jesus and he still went on and got crucified. The fuck you don't think they talk about you? Didn't y'all hear that goddamn song with Lauren Hill and Shirley Thunder? Like, I'm the only one that really cared about that song. Was it Shirley Thunder? Or it was somebody. Where she say, every day people lie to God. Why you don't think they a lie to you? Every fucking day people lie to God. Why don't you think they a lie to you? Forgive them, fathers, that goddamn song. Are you serious? I remember sitting in there at my godfather's house, eBay and he was we was talking, and I remember I looked at him. I said, "Listen, every day people lie to God. Why you don't think they won't lie to us?" And he turned around and looked. He was like, "Damn, D, damn." And I said, "What?" And I would hear him say it to people like, "Every day people lie to God." So you do know that's the song, that's "Forgiving the Father" with Laura Hill in them. He said, "What?" So he played it. He was like, "That shit's true." And I was like, "Nah, it is. Every day people lie to God." the fuck you don't think people come and lie to me in readings and spiritual work and whatever it is they want? Everybody always got to be the victim. Ain't nobody going to come and be like, yo, you know, I cheated on my man. I had another baby. I'm lying to him thinking that it's his and they ain't going to tell you that. Oh, he's a man and I'm doing everything and I'm the best woman. Girl, stop. Or the dude, listen. I remember this brother came to me. He lives in Florida. He came to me and he was like, yo, you know, I want my girl back. I'll pay anything. That was the first time and the only time that I did work and didn't do a reading. And I got my ass whooped for it. Spiritually, I did. And I remember sitting there and I had a vision. And when he called me, I said, yo, you want your money back? And he was like, why? I said, because that girl mother moved her away from you. You were abusing her. Like you were really beating her and everything. He said, so, this is his answer. So, you know what? You can keep the money. So, I'm like, here's a mother that saved her child from death. Cause she was really in love with this dude, but he was just horrible. And you would think he would learn his lesson. Nope. That nigga will go to anybody and send you money. And he be beating this shit. Out of, he was beating the shit out of that girl dragging her beating her treating her like she wasn't nothing and i was like yo nah that's why i read now anything i do i'm gonna read on it Mm -mm. i'm not just doing i'm not poking around in the dark i learned that lesson i did that was a few years ago and i learned that lesson (sighs) my darling people we have to hold ourselves accountable We can't just be signing on doing fuck shit because we want to be popular or cool amongst our so-called friends. Because if they were your friends, they wouldn't allow you to do that. Instead of sitting around gossiping, we're going to find ways of elevating each other and making money so we all can eat. And make sure our families are good. I know that I can't do everything. It might be something you're good in. It might be something you're great in. It might be something that you're efficient in. It might be something that you're gifted in. Let's pull it all together and let's create. Right, but no majority of the time, because You heard what happened. You see what happened. You heard. She, yeah, I heard she was fucking this one. And yeah, no way in this fucking conversation am I being elevated. I'm going low vibrational, and I don't need that. That I don't need. And then you will have those guys. Ah, queen, you are no stop, stop. My mother told me she ain't raised no ugly kids. She don't birth ugly children. So I'm already cute. I don't go fuck, I'm not living by your standards. Oh god, is I really you're the type of woman no, you wouldn't know a woman if she bit you on your fucking forehead. Sit down. I'm not a forty dollar uh heifer. No. Uh uh. We we not doing that. Oh, you know, I, I need a woman that's gonna help me No, no, no. You need therapy. You need therapy. And I'm sad that your daddy and mama left you. You need therapy. Seriously. (laughs) Don't compare yourself with nobody. Create your lane. Perfect it. And live your life. You know, people... I was talking to my son about this yesterday. People will make a live or video, right? (laughs) And they get like a thousand likes, two thousand likes. Because it could be, yeah, it could be a plethora of reasons, right? But they think that every time they get on, they are supposed to get that number higher. So they start, you know, going out buying stuff and telling everybody, hey, 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 right? Which is cool. The part that bugs me out is when they do a live and they may get thirty comments and two shares and maybe twenty likes. Oh, this is why the community don't support nobody. Pop your brakes, player. Maybe what you were saying didn't appeal to us. We we didn't or the first time we gave you support, okay. Now we we, we heard you you you're repeating the same thing. Talking about the same thing. I, I don't you saying that, she's saying that, she's saying that, and y'all all do the opposite. You're telling me you're a great person that you respect this, but when I see you out in real life, you do the complete opposite. So why am I why am I following you? Why am I nah? That's okay. It's you you're saying the same thing, so why am I gonna keep on being right there? It's either you attacking me, you're trying to sell me something. Or you belittling my belief. I don't want to sign up for all three. So why I'm going to sign up for either one? I'm out. And so, you know what they say? Oh, this is why I'm quit doing it. My, uh, my homeboy, when I used to uh, be at my botanica in Queens, he used to always say, you know why you a win? I said, why? He said, yo, because you consistent. I remember somebody called me and told me you know i'm gonna be your competition i said no you won't (laughs) no you won't no you won't yeah i will i said okay i said i've been on social media for 11 years i've been doing lives for seven years seven and a half give or take when i started hanging around angel i started doing lives right but i was always on social media from MySpace, Yahoo. So I was always on there. Fucking Mocha uh, Space. All of that. <laughs> so that that wasn't nothing shocking. But with all of it, I'm consistent. I might take a break here and there. But I'm consistent. And what you won't see me doing is, Oh, because nobody's watching it. And this is why I'm not going to do it. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm happy if I got one person. Because I don't believe in quantity. It's quality. As long as I'm putting out the best that I know how, I ain't got a problem. I don't have a problem. If I get a thousand views today and get three tomorrow, that's okay. (laughs) Three people that saw me that didn't see me before, and it's okay. I have a beautiful set of followers, and I'm grateful, and I follow them back. I do my best to support them like they do the best to support me. And that is it. That's all. I'm not here to be like, oh, I'm going to be this social media guru. No. No. I'm not. I'm not. All I do is share my life experience with you and hopefully it'll help you some form of way or to allow you to see it from another perspective and to let you know that it's only it's not only one way of seeing shit. And you don't in this day and age, you ain't got to get bullied by nobody. Oh, people are talking about me. they post posting me. And so fucking what? You should be happy. I I don't know about y'all, but I get happy when that shit happens for me. For real. Like, yo, it's a group of motherfuckers that hate me? Damn. Tell me what I did so I know I can continue to do it. Like, for real. And you know what majority of them say? Oh, because of my friend and you had a falling out. Oh, you, you don't like me because of somebody else? Oh, you the amen choir. I don't give a fuck about the amen choir. I didn't get on for y'all. And the amen choir, let me give y'all a little back of this, right? Majority of the people that are talking about you, that's posting about you, and they're saying negative things about you, they're not the ones that's supporting you. They're not the ones, they're not going to buy nothing from you. They're not going to offer you, uh, take an offer of none of your services. They only watch your shit so they can either copy or feel bad. And you just make them angry. Oh, why she doing that? She's she not licensed to do that. Why she doing that? Oh, I had one person write publicly on their page. Oh, I'm not on here reading cards and none of that. And uh, uh one of my followers pulled up a poster, a uh, video of them reading cards. <laughs> I said, you stop worrying about those people that don't like you. Stop worrying about those people that's talking about you. Really, they're publicity for you. For real, y'all better change the narrative. Motherfuckers talk about me. You know, I get the best. I get the best. I get readings left and right. Oh, you were posted on one of their pages and they was talking about you and I had to come see for myself. Thank you. Well, welcome that you're here. Look around, network. See, you're, you're welcome to share anything that's on my page. You do readings? Yeah. How much are your readings? I send them a fire and they go, oh, can I get a reading today? Let me see what time are you looking for? Oh, at six. Got you. Send the Cash app and we'll rock and roll. And they do. They do. So why are you worrying about what people say about you? Oh, they put my business out there. And who gives a fuck? Even if it's true or not, who cares? Who the fuck? It's 24 hours in a day. I am going to go and research and get all your information and put it up. I don't know you. I don't. But thank you. Shit. Somebody put up my jail picture. I said, shit, I ain't seen that shit in over 30 years. Damn. Damn. I look like the lead singer off of Sticks, right? Or what was that? Talk- the men all pause. When she had her hair to the side, that's how my hair was. I had it shaved all around and I had to put it to the side. What? Climax. Because I used to like her hairstyle. The men all pause. And that's how I had my hair. And when I got arrested, that's how my hair was. (laughs) I was like, yo, that is crazy. I said, you digged all the way. I'm just letting people know you got locked up. I I never heard that. I had a son when I was 14. I thought I was just going to fuck. I didn't know it came with a kid. I was 14 going on 15. His father was 16 going on 17. Yeah. I was just fucking, I didn't think he came with a kid. But he was here. He didn't go through nobody's home. It was, And you know what? You, I really had a female really try to go through to see and ask people how kids got taken away, right? Fuck no, they didn't. Hell no. Knock on wood. Hell no. And even when they asked him, even when they asked my son, I wasn't even speaking to him. Oh, tell you could tell the truth now. Y'all got taken away. Y'all was in a groove. It's like fuck no. It's like what? First of all, my mother, my grandmother's, my grandfather, my great grandmother, my aunts, my uncles, my grand aunts and uncles, and they were like, oh, for real, bitch. I ain't gotta make shit up. I'm, I don't need to live an alternative fucking life. This ain't the upside down. Like no. Hey, but people will. People will try to find the dirt on you. And let them, let them, let them, let them. Turn your pain, turn your pit, your pain into your platform. Turn your pain into your fucking platform. Listen. Somebody was hurt before you raped, before you abused, before you robbed, before you betrayed, before you talked about, before you... Somebody was ridiculed before you... Somebody was just... Everything before you, and they survived. Why can't you? Why can't you? I never said I was the greatest, the best of anything. I said, I am me, and I'm sharing me with you. The stories and the things that I did. I hung out in the street, I sold drugs, I picked girls, I did all that. Yeah, I'm grown. I changed my life, and I'm grateful for it. I am, each and every day, I'm grateful for it. I got 10 grandkids, I got four kids, and I raised a lot of other children. And I'm grateful for it. When that lady at that goddamn drumming, the African lady said, Oh my God, you are wealthy. I said, what? I said, girl, I got like $20 in my bag. She said, no, your name will live forever. And I laughed. And I said, why? She said, oh, because she heard you had grandkids. I said, thank you. Thank you. It's bigger than those little few people that you're so focused on. Take your mind and your face and your thoughts off of those broke-ass people and go and follow your destiny. Real talk. That's why I played this song. When you are blessed, pass it on. When you are blessed, pass it on. That's it. I'm not the greatest, I ain't the wealthiest, I'm not the one that's on everything, I'm not the greatest sentado, I may not know all the prayers and the songs and all that, but baby, from where I came from to where I am, and I'm allowed to share every experience with you, I am blessed. I am, and I'm grateful each and every day of my life. Honey, and it ain't about money. I'm breathing. I'm here. I am here. Where my grandkids can say, no, she was a son, We, She's the child of Oshuna and Ogun. Now, when you come to the house, you got to go and, you know, do that. I say